Hi, I'm Chris, and welcome to Working Class Therapy. Uh, in these sessions, I'm going to go through many different subjects, from smoking, drinking, stress, anxiety, to work, to bullying, dealing with toxic people, and many more. The goal is to put down in layman's terms what my take is on these subjects, how I've dealt with some of them, how I continue to deal with some of them. I don't pretend to have all the answers, and wherever possible, I always suggest seeking professional help. But if you think this is something for you, please join me as we explore these issues together. Thank you. So, why do people start smoking? Um, I Primarily, for myself, I think it was the, the image, sort of fitting into a group, that sort of thing. Uh, for other people, it can be just the same sort of thing, or it can be influenced from outside sources, that sort of thing. But um, going back a couple of decades, it was it was pretty much pushed quite a lot, or rather the image of was pushed quite a lot in uh, in the mainstream, in media, uh, in in kind of films was a big thing, especially 80s, 90s films. You know, the hero was always, uh, hero or heroine was always smoking. Um, it it kind of gave you uh, an image to copy in a certain way. Um, and it, it, it kind of showed you a certain social hierarchy to, uh, to sort of how you were smoking as well. You'd have your you kind of bond type character there with his uh, tuxedo on, smoking a cigarette, giving you an idea of what he was all about, that sort of stuff. Uh, and then you'd have, I don't know, a war movie with a sailor and his skivvy smoking a butt rolly. It's kind of, it had a certain sort of uh, style to it that that gave you a, a sort of uh, idea of where you were in the uh, the pecking order of social smoking, I suppose. Um, oh, we we know it's bad for us. We've we've kind of always known it's bad for us, but still we we kind of we want to belong to something and and it's a very easy thing to start very hard thing to stop so yeah it's it's interesting to see how now in things like films and stuff like that it's very much a generalization of course um it's not so much pushed because obviously we 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 know now it's a a bad thing to to push bad habits on people but yeah back in the day yeah everyone smoked um it was just just an added little uh, thing to their their personality, their character. So, uh, yeah, probably that sort of idea that probably got me started smoking. Um, and I reckon other people too. You know, you look at yourself, how you started, where you started, who are the people you were around when you started smoking. Um, you know, it could have started with uh, with weed, and then you moved on to cigarettes because yeah, that can happen as well, or vice versa. I think the the reason I mentioned that is because basically part of um, part of stopping smoking is is changing your entire attitude about why you're smoking. You know, nobody wants to feel like a bit of a mug because they've smoked for 15, 20 years, uh, and you, then you're sort of giving up. It's kind of, and it sounds stupid saying that right now, actually out loud, but uh, but basically you you feel like you've kind of invested time in this in this kind of habit and it's it's a weird weird sort of uh, mental place to be when you think of it like that but you do have to to kind of address that kind of that way of thinking that you have you, know, you you've had this habit for so so long that anything different is just going to be bizarre and obviously you know you can't do it but i think the 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 way of looking at that is you you have to definitely kind of change your opinion of smoking i mean yeah we do have all the the public service announcements and the the sort of the yeah pictures on packets that tell us how bad this is for us um but still yeah in your own head 
when you're doing this sort of thing, when you're smoking, when you've got your ciggy break at work, that's it feels like a luxury. It's kind of weird. It's an odd thing to get your head around, but yeah, we we kind of trick ourselves into into seeing things in this sort of, sort of way. Um, same with drinking as well. We'll get onto that on a different uh, different podcast, but. With smoking, you kind of first you've got to do the work yourself, most of the work yourself. I mean, like I say, there are many kind of uh, ways of quitting out there. There's a lot of people selling kind of patches and sprays, and there's hotlines, and there's all these sort of things to to help you get away from smoking. But the majority of the work, the willpower, and that's that's the key here, is something that you have to do yourself. This is why, if you're a non-smoker and you're telling people you shouldn't smoke kind of pointless you have to have to know that that kind of a law that attraction of smoke and you have to understand that the time people spend smoking is theirs it's a very personal thing it's, it's kind of like feels like it's earned you know if you just put in a your, your morning shift and you're having a, a brew and a ciggy uh whatever you're doing that is you own that time you're you're enjoying that it is something that you look forward to when you do it and to take all that away is it's, it's quite a heavy thing really it's quite a lot to put on people also if you look at it another way it's it's kind of a it's a very sort of exclusive kind of group activity in a certain way if you think of all the times you've been with your mates um outside the pub and smoking area at work sharing gossip banter um it seems strange but this is very 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 strong feeling of exclusivity the people, uh, people in the marketing business have tried to replicate in all, all kinds of different ways. Uh, brand image, style choices. Uh, these are all things that are taken into consideration when, when you look at stuff like this. Uh, not so much anymore because advertising and smoking, I think, is on its way out or has been stopped. I'm not too sure about that. But you can see it in other things. You can see it in booze. Um, exactly the same sort of attitude. It gives you that exclusivity. You're... You know, you're either a, a this lager drinker or you're a you know, craft beer drinker or whatever you might be, that sort of thing. But it, it gives you a, a clan to belong to, a kind of uh, you know, little group. And that is, that's, that's cash money to, uh, to marketing, really. Um, it's um, a lot of things that make the world go around, really, that kind of attitude. Um, that feeling of breaking away from the pack, um, getting out of this little smoking microculture, uh that is it's quite possibly one of the the hardest parts of of quitting smoking um i mean i i still miss uh my my kind of my smoking time obviously yeah not done it for years uh touch wood all this sort of stuff but that that kind of empowerment that kind of boosts your willpower that self-confidence uh that is yeah you can't put can't put a price on that really i mean obviously Yes, there are huge health benefits of not smoking anymore. Um, it's also better on the wallet as well. You know what I mean? It's not not got any cheaper smoking. It's only got more and more expensive. Um, but the the implications of having that kind of willpower, that strength of will to just say, even even if you're cutting like three or four breaks out of your six Seagy break day, let's say, that implications of that willpower is brilliant. And it builds and builds and builds and builds. Uh, and you can put it in all sorts of other aspects of your life as well. Things you want to, you know, cutting down eating, cutting down drinking, all these sort of things. That that little seed planted that sort of gives you the willpower to not do something, then that goes a long, long way. And that's what we, we have to look at when we look at sort of cutting down and quitting smoking. 
So tips and tricks as to how I cut down and eventually stopped smoking. And this is this is where that, that willpower starts and, and where it grows as well, where it kind of like uh, just sort of uh, exacerbates. And, and before you know it, you basically have a, a pattern that you make yourself for when you're going to smoke um, and for, for how long you're going to smoke, that sort of thing. Uh, so pick your times to smoke, make rules, stick to them the best you can, really stick to these rules as best you can. Because the thing is, you're only, only really cheating yourself. That's that's the weird thing, really. Uh, it's, it's not like you're you're kind of cheating your boss at work or, or you're, you're cheating your your partner or anything like that. It's it's basically you're cheating yourself if you break those rules. So so let's give you a quick for instance here. So, yeah, smoke. Uh, in the morning before you go to work and you you smoke at lunchtime, you have a, a mid-morning break, say, you know what, I'm not going to smoke in that break. And that's that's like a very, very basic start. As you go on through your working week, through your, work, your working month, through the year, you break that down and you go, oh, I'm not going to smoke in the morning at all before before lunch. Or yeah, I'm only going to smoke outside work hours. And then you break that down into, I'm only going to smoke... Yeah, when I go for a pint or socially, yeah, this sort of stuff. You you break it down, chunk it down over over a period of time, uh, and basically that will give you a pattern, and it lessens and lessens the the sort of need for smoking, and it builds and builds on that willpower we talked about, that self confidence of just saying, no, I'm not going to do that. I'm going to have me brew in the morning. I'm going to go to work. I'm not going to smoke till after lunch or i'm not going to smoke till after work and then thing is with that enjoy that time enjoy that social or work time when you're smoking uh and go, don't feel guilty about it as well because you you kind of you you've abstained for so long that enjoy that uh, enjoy that process and before you know it well this is this is how it worked for me before you know it you you're building bigger and bigger gaps in between your you know your smoking time really and um, and then you get to a point where you just go you know what i've i've just you know done a few days without smoking and then you go you know what i might i'll try a week without smoking um you know if you're doing any of these like uh sober october dry january that sort of stuff do do a non-smoking month as well and the the weird thing is the the addictiveness of of smoking and uh, that kind of sends you signals saying basically if you can do such and such an amount of time without smoking and basically, you're breaking this addiction. You're, you're crushing it. You know what I mean? Uh, and that is, again, that's your confidence just building and building. Uh, and if this sort of willpower, uh, which is it's a, it's a great thing to, to realize as well. So here's one of the most important tips is, you know, don't beat yourself up when you fall off the wagon. Uh, you will fail at first. Uh, you will fall off the wagon. Don't beat yourself up about it. Um, yeah, it just it's a waste of all the work you, you've put in abstaining from smoking or not smoking or cutting down. And if you, you suddenly sort of quit it all and chuck your toys out of the pram, you mentally berate yourself uh, every time you, you, you step outside your allotted smoking times. You won't continue. You'll, you'll throw it all away. Um, so basically, yeah, allow yourself to fail. If, if for some reason, you know, you, yeah, a random sort of event, you just, I know, you break down your car, you get out of your car. It's not one of your smoking times, but you're going to smoke a cigarette anyway because, damn it, your car broke down. Yeah, I mean, don't beat yourself about it. It's, yeah, just sort of get back on that, uh, get back on the wagon and keep going, basically. 
Uh, one I think you've, you've probably all kind of heard before is replacing your smoking time with other activities. And a lot of people will say, oh, yeah, go for a run or do some push-ups and stuff like that. And to be honest, that's that's a very, very good idea. But it's it's not kind of, what's the word, socially kind of viable, should we say? I mean, if you're at work, smokers break, that sort of thing, you can't be cracking out push-ups while, uh, while he makes a smoke. And that just... That's not going to gel with people, really. I mean, you could do that, but I guarantee you'll get some weird looks on that one. Um, so other activities. I mean, obviously, with the with the sort of fitness, with the sort of health, yeah, absolutely. Go for a run in the evening. Go for a run in the morning. Maybe if you've got the facilities, go for a run at work during your lunch. I don't know, that sort of thing. Uh, definitely try and get that activity in there because that's just going to uh, – yeah, sort of accelerate the process of cleaning your body out and getting yourself kind of healthy again and getting those kind of health benefits back in. Um, but yeah, other other sort of times, like at the pub or uh, at work, yeah, try and find something else to do with your hands. Um, apps on phones are a great thing. You know, like little little games, little puzzles, uh, things that get your, your mind working. Um, you could be, uh, I don't know, uh, I had a mate who basically made these little sort of paracord bracelets for sort of uh bushcraft they help apparently uh knitting yeah if you like to knit who knows uh the point is try and find something else um that's basically going to replace that that kind of that fidget period of of not smoking um i actually knew someone who just used to like to roll up other people's cigarettes just so he'd get that kind of that feeling of rolling a cigarette and just not smoking it kind of uh Help for other people. I don't know if you're you're kind of uh, assisting other people in their smoking while you're trying to get rid of your habit. Sounds a bit weird, but you know it, it kind of works for some people. Uh, point is, try and develop some kind of habit, uh, and this is something I I've talked about quite a lot actually. I think it's sixty days it takes to develop a new habit. So if you try and rewrite a new, I think it's sixty days. Could be wrong on that, um, but if you try and rewrite uh, a new habit over an old habit this is going to be kind of beneficial, basically. This is kind of, you find something good to put over the bad spots in your in your kind of allotted time of smoking, really. That's something to think about, really, with, with this whole kind of finding something else to do instead. On the subject of finding other things to do instead of smoking, um, this, this is good for for the the kind of the the break in the addiction the kind of stopping that kind of the the fidgeting the time you'd spend kind of with a ciggy in hand or rolling a cigarette that sort of stuff uh you're finding something else to do with that now that's all very well and that does have a certain purpose as we talked about but it doesn't get to the the psychological reason why you're smoking in the first place and this this is kind of quite a big issue really because yeah we've gone through sort of like it's it's very alluring smoke it's it's something that's that's very much kind of like a, um, a a style choice as well as a kind of yeah it's, it's sort of fitting in we, we covered all that kind of like fitting into a little group into a, a little tribe um having that time to have the banter have the kind of like the the jokes and stuff like that but the actual reason behind why you're smoking what's it uh, what's it replacing yeah you know i mean because uh, it's it's giving you time away from other things what are the other things that basically you you should be a lot in your time to while you're actually smoking and i mean this in a 
in a very emotional way. I don't mean sort of like leaving your desk, going for a ciggy, uh, yeah, that sort of thing. I mean, basically, what are you trying to forget about while you're smoking? Um, it's it's quite a bit of a, what I'd say is quite a deep conversation, really, but it is something you, you kind of might want to have a look at, really. Bearing in mind that we... You know, we smoke when we're nervous. We smoke when we have anxiety, uh, with depression. We smoke when we're worried about people, about finances, about partners. All these sort of things, yeah, sort of, they give us a, a little indication as to why we do things, really, and why we're smoking, why, why we're basically putting this poison, which it is, it is poison, into our bodies, um to substitute thinking or processing information about more important things um like i say it's a it's a heavy kind of concept to get into but if there's any takeaway from this little podcast it's like why are you doing what you're doing why are you actually putting yourself through this process which is costing you health, costing you money, costing you time. Uh, and what is it you really should be getting back to? I, I hope this helps. It is this, this way of thinking certainly helped me um, quit smoking. And it's been going on quite a few years now. Haven't bothered with it at all, which, which is great. And I think the thing behind it is uh, I'm now at a position where I can say this worked for me give it a go. Uh, I mean, like I say, I've said this a couple of times now, there's professionals out there who can put you on the right track. They might say some of the same things I say, they might say completely different things. But the point is, this is just my experience and how I've processed that, how I've got through it and how it's, yeah, you know, I've come out better on the other side. Well, I hope this has helped uh, at least some of you. If it has, then it's not been a waste of time at all. Um, I'd, I'd love to know what people think about this this kind of format so uh, if you can do leave some comments that sort of stuff thank you very much i'll be back with um another podcast i think we're either going to be moving on to depression anxiety maybe drinking don't know lots of different subjects actually so uh we'll give it a go catch you later thank you very much this has been working cross therapy and i've been chris bye